Welcome to the Munchkin Minute, your bi-weekly look into some tabletop gaming news and more. I'm your host, Dan Dan, a board game man, and this is news for Monday, December 16th, 2019. PAX U was last week, and there were one huge announcement during the convention. Isaac Childress from Cephala Fair Games announced Frosthaven, which basically is Gloomhaven 2. He's announced that it's going to be a Kickstarter in March, and he also had a Q&A on Twitch. I'm going to summarize a lot of what happened there uh, right now, but there's also, I'm going to have some links to a couple of threads on BoardGameGeek. Uh, one had some card previews in the first post, so you can just click on there and you see some uh, images there of the cards. And also the second one, which has another post, which is a good roundup of the Q&A in case you missed any of the things that I go over here today, and in case I missed anything, because all these roundup that I've got here are from what I've got from watching it, and uh, so you might get a little bit more from, uh, you know, a little bit different things that I might have missed uh, from that other thread. So I'll just throw both of those, in, like I said, in case I missed any of these things. Now, Frosthaven, like I said, Gloomhaven 2 uh, Kickstarter will be out in March. There's going to be 100 new scenarios. There's going to be 16 characters to play. There'll be the 10 uh, unlockable characters and 6 basic characters. I'll get into uh, quick overviews of the 6 basic starting characters in just a minute. You don't have to have uh, played Gloomhaven to be able to play this one, but I'm sure it helps since the characters were said to be a little more complicated, but he did stress that you don't have to have any uh, you know working knowledge of Gloomhaven to play Frosthaven. They are interchangeable. All the characters are interchangeable with Gloomhaven and Frosthaven. So if you want to try something wacky with that, uh, there'll be a new set of items. Uh, there are also going to be some pretty cool thing that they're going to do is you're going to be helping building up the town. So you're going to be using resources, which you'll find on a different scenario. So instead of just dropping gold like they did in the first in Gloomhaven, now you're going to be having these kind of tokens that'll drop. And then each scenario will have a deck of items that things that you can find, whether it be resources and items and other things like that. So after the different scenarios, you'll find things like resources, and then you'll use those resources to help build up the town and unlock different mechanics that way. So you may unlock a crafter that you can build. I'm not going to spoil too many things. These are just kind of minor things that he mentioned uh, in the Q&A. So let's just say you have either a crafter or an alchemist. So you may be able to put some resources to uh, finding different uh, you know, schematics, things like that, that you can use at the crafter. Or at the alchemist, you can use some of these different resources and herbs that you'll find and those herbs, you know, you can make different potions and not all potions are going to be good potions. And sometimes it's just mix and match to figure out what type of potion you made. And also you'll be building up the defenses of the of the town of Frosthaven because there'll be a, a uh, kind of a season system where they'll have winter and summer. And in the winter, a lot of bad things will happen in winter and you want to have some defenses so that nothing happens to you or to the town of Frosthaven. Uh, all the different, so let me go into some of these starting characters real quick. So they're going to be a tank, which is the banner spear. That's going to be your tank. It's going to be melee and range tank. They'll have these different formation attacks, which are pretty cool where, you know, there's already kind of different attacks uh, with these cards where it shows what you'll be uh, affecting, like AOE uh, effects. But on this one, not only just the red kind of hexes on your car, but there's going to be a green hex where you have to have an ally there to trigger this type of attack. So that uh, requires a little bit more tactics, which is really uh, pretty cool there. And I believe there'll be some summons for the Banner Spear. The Necromancer is going to have some summons. Uh, when you do use the summons, those cards are not lost. Most of the summons that were in Gloomhaven 
once you use them up, they are go to the lost pile rather than your discard pile. So I think the Necromancer, since it's going to be more heavier summoner, uh, they will not be lost. And these summoners, all, all, I'm sorry, summons also cost you hit points to get onto the board, which is pretty cool. There'll be a Deathwalker. This is a character that's going to create shadows on the board. It's going to be kind of like a shaman in a way. Uh, you know, you'll be killing monsters and you're going to be get a sh shadow to use where you can kind of teleport throughout the, the battlefield or use them to do some damage or some defense and things like that. There's a Drifter, which is more of the survivalist. Now there's going to be persistent abilities with charges. And this is going to be a character that when you do things or use certain abilities, you can recharge these. Usually those charges will be kind of expended and then lost on most characters. But this is one I think it'll be kind of centered around recharging some of those abilities. There's also a Harrower, which is kind of looks like a big swarm of bugs. And there's going to have two forms of the Harrower, which is going to give you two decks, which is a pretty cool little new thing. There's going to be basically a tank and a caster, a melee and range, the two different forms. There's going to be about seven cards in each one of these decks. And then actions that you do uh, will force you to change from one to the other, from one uh, of the forms to the other. So that's pretty cool uh, as well. And finally, there's the Blink Blade. Uh, this is one, uh, this is kind of like a thievish type character, which is uh, going to manipulate time. Uh, I kind of like to say that it feels like the Flash because there's time tokens and you're going faster or slower. And depending if you are going fast or slow, that'll determine kind of the different effects that will uh, be able to happen on your different ability cards. They've also announced a couple of new status effects that will happen in Frosthaven. There is a, an effect called Brittle. So when you make somebody brittle or if you become brittle, you will take two times damage. So double damage on those attacks. There's also a Bane status effect uh, that you have to either heal it before the end of your next turn or suffer 10 hit points of damage. And these are also, of course, status effects that you can put onto monsters. Uh, this was kind of what he was saying is it combats kind of the insta kill problem. Now, I don't, you know, I guess there's probably some people that think there's a problem with the player characters using an insta-kill on the different monsters. I hadn't noticed it, but apparently it must have been one of those things. And finally, another thing that you'll be able to unlock uh, as you kind of go through the campaign, you'll unlock access to this book. There's a uh, Kind of the, I'm trying to remember what the name of the book was in the first game, Gloomhaven, but there was a book there, uh, kind of like the town book that you can unlock and different things happen in there. But this is going to be more of a puzzle book uh, where throughout the campaign you'll be doing different puzzles. And he mentioned it's kind of like the exit or unlock games within a game of Frosthaven throughout your campaign, which uh, seems very, very cool. So again, this is going to be Kickstarter. I'm sure you'll hear from it on here. I'm sure I'll put a little uh, announcement about the Kickstarter in March when it does happen. And he said it's going to try to release less than a year uh, from that Kickstarter. So we're thinking probably early 2021 for Frosthaven. Uh, man, I'm pretty st uh, pretty stoked about this one as, as much as I love Gloomhaven, obviously. I talk about it all the time on here. Uh, but Frosthaven looks to be very, very cool. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of people that will be interested in that. WizKids has announced new uh, Dice Master things. So there's going to be a couple of sets and draft packs coming next year. Uh, they're going to have Superman Kryptonite Crisis, which is for DC Dice Masters, and Dark Phoenix Saga for the Marvel Dice Masters. Now, these will be draft packs and countertop displays that will be coming out in June 2020. Now, the Superman Kryptonite Crisis will showcase Superman, some of his allies and villains and such. And, of course, you'll have some of uh, Xavier's kids and such for the Dark Phoenix saga. These sets will have 100 different car, 150 different cards and dice uh, to add to the, the Dice Masters, and they're going to be optimized more for a draft. Now, I've always thought that uh, as great of a game as Dice Masters is, it really shines when you use it to use a draft to play when you do play it as a group and kind of have drafts and play like cross, you know, you 
battling each other and kind of having like a little tournament type feel uh, is where it really shines rather than kind of what they put out these quote unquote campaign packs, which are basically every card in a set. Then you just kind of putting together your your decks and such and your teams. Now that's okay and such, but it really seems real cool when you're going through a draft and coming up with your teams. That seemed like a lot more of the fun way to do it. And that's kind of like when they went away from selling just those dollar packs and they went to these box sets. I wonder if they're now trying to get back into that real fun feel of Dice Masters where it was more of the draft. So the draft packs are going to contain, uh, there's going to be three action, basic action cards, which will have art on them, 12 character action cards, 24 dice and a rules. And there'll be some oils that'll be random in some of these different draft packs. Now, if you want to grab a countertop display, I guess that's kind of like buying the old booster boxes uh, when they had to do dollar packs. You can have, buy eight draft packs. Uh, they'll retail at $9.99 each, but the countertop display, which will have eight of those draft packs, will be $79.92. Now, the, all this is going to be released in June of 2020, so right in time there for Origins as well. Also wanted to update a story I talked about right after Gen Con this year. Now, Asmodee announced that Marvel Splendor, which is going to come out in 2020, uh, is going to be recorded uh, reported as quote-unquote late 2020. Now, uh, when I talked to some of the booth people at Gen Con, they originally told me quarter one or January, which, since we hadn't heard anything about it, I thought that was a bit optimistic to what they were going to see. So now they're saying, Asmodee is saying it's going to be quote-unquote later in 2020. Now, uh, I'm going to say again, I'm going to guess that this is going to be a Gen Con release because uh, either Gen Con or um, Essen, or hopefully Gen Con, because man, it would be on my number one to buy list if it does make it to Gen Con. And it really would behoove them to move it because they will sell out in a hurry as much as people love Splendor and love Marvel. So we get Marvel Splendor hopefully by Gen Con of next year, but it won't be uh, earlier in the year. Now, also, Portal Games announced another expansion is coming for Empires of the North. This is Empires of the North Roman Banners. Uh, the expansion, which will be published in quarter one of 2020, includes two brand new Roman decks and also additional island cards. Uh, the Roman factions will give even greater replayability as players uh, to players as they bring fresh new mechanics of developing an empire and introducing fantastic Roman themes, says uh, Ignacy Shevichek. Details and pricing will be announced later. I'm sure it'll be priced right around the same as the Japanese Islands expansion, which was the first expansion, uh, which did come out this year at Essence. So now you've got the also two new factions in the Japanese Island and two new factions in this new one, Empires of the North Roman Banners. And again, that'll be kick, well, quarter one, 2020. In Kickstarter news, uh, you're going to check out the Kickstarter. I'm only going to mention one here, but I want you to check out the Kickstarter for Man vs. Meeple Season 3. Uh, now, they're friends of the show and, and friends of mine. They do a great job kind of with previews and reviews of games. And a lot of times different conventions, they have a, you know previews of the different games that will be released there. So they do a lot of good job with these videos. So check them out. Uh, there is over 50 game bundles and promos that you can choose on that Kickstarter page to help them out for Season 3. Uh, and like I said, I'll have a link in the show notes. There's about a week and a half left when you hear this. So there should be a bunch of... Uh, uh, stretch goals that are that have been hit so you can get a lot of really cool games in these bundles so you're getting something back for your pledges to them as well so check that one out digital game news uh, dire wolf digital announced the release of yellow and yangtze uh, which is kind of the updated or newer version of tigris and euphrates that was put out uh, by reiner kanitzia the yellow and yangtze was uh, within the last couple of years it's uh for ios universal and android for about ten dollars on each one of those and on pc or mac via steam for 15 
And also, last episode, I mentioned Terraforming Mars was going to iOS. Now, it was quite a bit buggy from what I hear when they released. So they released a huge update this week that should fix just about all of those bugs that were in there. Now, Terraforming Mars for iOS and Android are $9, and PC Steam version is still $20, uh, and it does run really well in Steam. I've been playing it on Steam for a long, long time, probably about a year now. Uh, also, I covered Spirit Island, the Indiegogo, a few episodes back, but now they have the Spirit Island digital pre-order is up. You can actually go and pre-order it for about $8 off retail price. I believe it's about $30. I'll have a link to that if you want to try and pre-order. And I believe the early access will be in quarter one or somewhere around either quarter one or sometime before May. You should see some uh, early access to that. Now, finally... I have some really cool digital announcement. Uh, Warhammer Underworlds Online. It gets a trailer, uh, and the early access is going to be in January. I'm going to put this a link to this trailer. You really have got to check this one out. It's basically a digital port of Warhammer Underworlds, Shadespire, and some other uh, Warhammer things. I think it's Warhammer Fantasy. I'm not a huge Warhammer guy. Uh, it's a really amazing trailer. Uh, I think uh, you'll probably love that. The minis seem to come to life. And a dice are rolled right there on screen. So you're going to get everything you want normally from a game of Warhammer without having to get all those miniatures and go to a store. Uh, hopefully they'll have a good tutorial for people like me who have no idea what's going on in Shadespire, but want to really kind of get an army and play. So this could be a really good awakening for getting things like Warhammer, uh, that tabletop experience onto the digital platform. And boy, the uh, the... Just, just the graphics and the animation is amazing. So check out that trailer. I'll have a link in the show notes as well. As always, I am Dan Dan, a board game man, and you can find me at GeekJogBlog on Twitter. Also, please check out Majorspoilers.com for more content by Steven and the Major Spoilers crew. If you have anything you would like to feature on the show or you think there's news I'd like to see, you can email me at thegeekallstars at gmail.com. Also, I want everybody to have a happy holiday season. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy new year. I'll be back sometime after the new year to give you a little bit more of the good tabletop gaming news and more. So until then, again, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and I'll see everybody next time. This podcast is copyright 2019 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.